This episode of the podcast is brought to you by $10. Everyone has it on them. It's not too much or too little. No. Dad, I don't believe it. You're telling me that the future is, can only be more of this? This is the way things are. You can't change nature. Change is nature, Dad. The part that we can influence. And it starts when we decide. Where are you going? With luck. Forward. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that had a rat write their dialogue for them this episode. I'm Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And you're also Cheese. (laughs) And today we're doing Ratatouille. Ratatouille, I gotta say it, because that got distracted. By Cheese? It's what's in the notes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Ratatouille, man. I I love this this film. It's a it's a good one. Um, so, anyways, Ratatouille came out in two thousand seven. It was directed by Brad Bird and also Jan Pacava. Um, you have a few people in this, all voice acting. So, Patton Oswalt is your main character as Remy. You have Lou Romano, who is no relation to Ray Romano, uh, who plays Alfredo Linguini. You have Janine. Garofalo, who plays Colette. You have Brad Garrett, who plays Auguste Gusta. And then you have Ian Holmes, who plays Chef Skinner, kind of like the sub-antagonist of the film. And then more so towards the end, the main antagonist is Peter O'Toole, who plays Anton Ego. And if you don't know what this film is about, this movie is about a rat in Paris who discovers the ability to cook... And then works his way with a struggling chef to become a chef in Paris. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Ratatouille. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> fucking Pixar? It's Disney? Yeah. What do you got going on? Um, I yeah. like this movie. Yeah. No, it's a good... It's, it, a, it's a solid film. Um, for 2007, the animation really, really holds up. Yeah, you know, it was, I was a little concerned because mm-hmm. the opening shot of the house... Oh, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, oh, this does not look very good. <laughs> it's not the same and, as I remember. <laughs> And then after you get, like, into the house and the mm-hmm. rats are running around and doing their thing. Um, which, by the way, what a, what a fucking early 2000s intro. Oh, Where yeah. it's like, hey, I'm Remy. You're yes. probably wondering how I got into this <laughs> The situation. stop motion. Yeah, where like, it's like, what an early 2000s oh, yeah. fucking thing. Uh, but it still works. It's still, it's funny. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, after the, uh, that, that, like, initial kind of, like, house shot and, and, you're, and you're then in the house with the, with the rats... The animation is great. Yeah. It looks I mean, really good. Even like the movement of the rats, like very lifelike. Like I was looking at the shot where it's like the grandma discovers Remy and his brother and is like shooting them with a shotgun, which is hilarious. Yeah. Because she's just going nuts. Like she does not care whatsoever what happens to her house. And like just the movements that they actually take, it feels like it's an actual rat. Yeah. I don't know if they did mocap or anything for a rat, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure... Andy Circus did something for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that's so. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, no. Uh, and I, so, yeah, I mean, the thing about this film that kind of surprised me was, and I don't, I don't know, there's not many cons for me, so I kind of yeah. want to get the cons out of the way first. Same. Um, m- the one thing that really kind of like, that I didn't remember was, I don't know, man, this is for me like one of the least like 
aimed towards children Pixar film. It's pretty dark at times. It's not, not even that it's dark, but that it's like, it's really like character building and, and mm-hmm. focusing on like a proper story. Yeah. Where like a 10 year old kid, which happened to me, mm-hmm. was very bored during like <laughs> the, you know, like the, the becoming a chef. Mm-hmm. Like he was, uh, my girlfriend's nephew was just like, like he just lost interest. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I didn't like because no. because it's I was invested in it and and I enjoy cooking and I enjoy like watching chefs and the art of food and all that. Like that that stuff is really intriguing to me. So I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. But like he just completely was like, this is not for me. Like he just went off and started playing video games. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's interesting because. Like for me as an adult, the mm-hmm. pacing is great. It's very, oh, yeah. very fast paced. It doesn't really let up for the most part and it is going. And then and then you have these moments of like intimacy with, with the characters and, and there's all of this character building and and it's but it's like an adult it, it's an adult film that no. just happens to be animated. Yeah. And I it's just kinda like interesting for me to see how a kid who I thought was gonna love the movie because mm-hmm. I was like, it's a great film. But it's a that's what it is. It's a great film. Yes. It's not a it's not a great children's film. Yeah, which is kind of where I was like, huh, that's interesting. And I don't want to call that a like a pro or a, or, mm-hmm. or a con, but it's just what it is. Yeah. And it's just I thought it was interesting for for to me watching you know this ten year old being like, hey, you're gonna be you're gonna love this. I love this. <laughs> yeah. And then just being like, oh no, you're we're not okay. You're not you're not at this level of appreciation of film yet, and like appreciation of character mm-hmm. development yet. No, I totally get that because like. You do see it like there's because most like Pixar like animated like Disney films have like these kind of setups where it's like it's either comedy or like something actiony is going on. Yeah. And there's a lot of this movie that is literally just like dialogue talking. Yeah. Trying to figure something out. And I can see that like there there are points where it's like most kids would think that this is boring besides the fact of like, you know, it's animated because because right. even the color palette is very kind of like like muted like a lot of like browns and reds yeah. like dark maroons and i mean for us like that works because it's like then you get simple things like the the floors of the kitchen being like that kind of like almost gold like white yeah and it's like that contrast that pop to it where yeah. which by f- the way the cinematography of this movie is oh, fucking beautiful gorgeous i mean even too like you know i, I was honestly really surprised with like small things like continuity that I never ever see in like animated films like literally when when you first have like Linguini trying to cook the soup again and and they haven't figured out like oh like Remy can like sit on top of his head and like pull his hair and they're doing that whole thing where it's like you know he's like going through the sleeves and like trying to like get him and it's tickling Linguini. So he's like smacking him and then he bites him. Right. And then the next scene when they're trying out like the hair thing, you can see like he actually still has the bite mark on his hand. Yeah. And it's like, no, I I don't ever see that. Right. Yeah. Most animated things. It's like, you know, the next scene, it's all gone. Exactly. It's just like, Hey, scenes over wipe away. Like let's start anew. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is really um, like hyper focused on, just character development and like even this movie feels so european oh yeah which is kind of strange to say because like as soon as even the opening credits the way that they write like a pixar or a disney production or whatever it is it feels so european and 
and I loved it. I mean, it brought mm-hmm. such a smile to my face, yeah, and I was like, different. "Wow, it's so just unique." And this 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 film really stands out among the rest mm-hmm. of like the kind of um, the mass that is Disney. Yeah, this movie really kind of like has its own leg, mm-hmm. and and it's just so it's just so beautiful, and like the character arcs in the film mm-hmm. are great. Listen, like I'm not the biggest fan of Languini in this film because he is kind of like that, like kind of stumbling, like idiot. Yeah, that's a bit. that's like one of my other, like one of my other minor critiques is that yeah. I'm kind of over the lead being like, oh, he can't do anything right. Yeah. He's just kind of until like, the end. When yeah, he can right. Kind of it's do like something. of course he's going to mm-hmm. like you know come through for us, but like the whole idea of you know your main character being this bumbling idiot who can't like do anything right it's just like eh like i know i don't know even for 2000 and whatever seven yeah this like it's it's been done like it's been done (laughs) (laughs) but but again like that character arc where it's like you find out that you know he is gustav's son and it's like you know he finds that out and then he kind of has like this little like trope of like oh he thinks he's better than most people but it's still just remy and then that whole scene of like him explaining everything to everybody. And then he's like, well, now I can't do anything. And then Remy being gone. And it's like, he has to like try and figure stuff out on his own until like, you know, we get the ending where Remy comes back and then they work it out. Right. Like that's still character development. Oh yeah. And the only other con that I have is I like, I get it. It's a trope of like Pixar and Disney films. Like there has to kind of be like this love set up. I didn't really buy Colette and Linguini. Yeah, um, I mean, it was it, it felt forced. Yeah. Like even in that sense where it's like Linguini would have just like taken off the hat and shown that it's Remy. I would have been more OK with that rather than like Remy leaning him in to kiss. And then all of a sudden they're dating and then they never really show like a full affection. No, to no, each no. Other. It's just all of a sudden because their relationship is you don't really see it blossom beyond the four walls of the kitchen. Exactly. For the most part. And, and I guess you could say that's a metaphor for, like, how passionate they are yeah, with cooking. Right. But, I mean, eh. Yeah. And, I don't know. I kind of just didn't love um, the idea, I guess, of Linguini. Like, because in the beginning of the movie, he's, like, the sh- like the janitor. Yeah. And he's, like, trying to fuck up. He ends up, like, spilling the soup. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, trying to, like, aggressively yeah. fix the <laughs> Just soup. throw anything and in I'm there. I was like, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I... I, I I kind of wish that there was there was more substance to him mm-hmm. as a as a lead. Yeah, you know, like, like Remy is the lead and he's the side right, character. Like, but yeah, like, right, exactly. Like it, it's weird that that you know they're kind of being treated as one, mm-hmm. right? Because they are they they need each other. So yeah, they're I, Linguini and Remy are kind of both your leads here, mm-hmm. and. Remy is just so much more interesting. It's exactly. so much more like has so much more just going on passion yeah. and, and, and real like love for the craft. Mm-hmm. And Linguini's just like a guy that I don't know. It just yeah. it, like I, I get it because it's like like you said, they're they're kind of like needed as one. Right. So like the, the idea and the concept for me is like I never felt like Linguini really wanted it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he never felt to me like he was really, really trying to be a great chef. Even who from, was just fucking up a lot. Yeah. Because when he gets, you know, kind of interviewed um, 
and and he's being like, so this is your first time cooking? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. And he's like, ah, I got you. He's like, well, it's actually only my fifth time cooking. Yeah. So this guy has never actually cooked exactly. and, or anything. So he doesn't have that passion mm-hmm. that like Nicolas Cage has in Pig. <laughs> like, you know what I yes. mean? Like he doesn't have that, that, that like, you know, okay, yeah, his passion is there, but his ability is not. Mm-hmm. It just kind of feels like he falls into it. Instead of instead of him like wanting it, but not knowing how to when you're trying to learn, Mm -hmm. it's more like I'm going to just do a shortcut and bypass and have this rat do everything for me. And then by the end of the movie, again, he's just he's the waiter. Mm -hmm. He's not even the chef. It's like. I don't know. I felt like it was no. I get unbalanced. it. Like even like even if you had like at the end, like when you know Remy gets captured by Skinner, and it's like Linguini maybe is like now like he's he's kind of like absorbed a little bit from like having Remy right exactly. And like tried to cook like something yeah. decent, but no, there's he no. Ha- he doesn't have his moment. No, there's there is no his moment in this movie really. Even getting the job, it's like it's a letter from his mom. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not even like him wanting to be a right, chef. Exactly, it's just literally he needs a job. Yeah, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I get it. Uh, it's just a little like eh for me, mm-hmm. but. Um, but everything other, else, yeah, everything else is so Every, good. Oh my god! Like again, back to continuity. Like small little things that I noticed. Like, you know, when when Remy finds his family again, and like they start coming to the restaurant to get food. That big one that has an earring that's literally a tag. Yeah, because somebody caught it and like released it. Right, like that's cool. There's this line that like Ego says like, um, towards the the later half of the film where it's like. If I like, I love food. If I don't love it, I don't swallow it. Yeah. And like, he's so skinny and like brittle, and he looks like Skeletor kind of. Yeah. Um. And then like after that, like when he tries the food, and immediately it's crazy because like you even see like color brought back to his face because yeah. he's very pale throughout the film. And then at the end, like when you know he's visiting Le Ratatouille. Uh, he's a little bit like more filled out yeah. and it's like, he loves the food that's being served there. So like, yeah. he's actually like put on a few pounds, like it's small little things like that, that like you never really, at least at this time frame of like 2007, you don't really expect that from like Pixar slash Disney, yeah. like a kid's movie. Right. Which but, again, isn't really a kid's movie. No, because <laughs> even too like showing like stuff like, you know, the rats hanging in like the, the like extermination store Mm -hmm. it's like man that's dark for kids (laughs) and then you have like earlier on too where it's like uh remy's like trying to like find his way through like this house and you see like the wife and and uh husband like arguing and she's about to like shoot him and then they just start making out oh yeah and it's like whoa okay yeah yeah. and you have that one guy who's like painting the naked model it's like it's very (laughs) funny because it's like okay yeah it's european yes it's funny um you know something that really impressed me? So I don't know, actually, because we, we never really watch films together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know exactly how you watch movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually with my eyes. So, <laughs> so like, do you do you normally just, like, use, like, your TV speakers? Like, do you, or do you have, like, a sound bar or, like, any type of, like, audio? No, it's just the TV? No, just the okay, TV. Yeah, so... I don't so I don't know if you really were able to like appreciate it, but the for bread me, crunch. Well, no, just well the sound design in mm-hmm. this film is like Top shockingly notch. detailed, and and there's so much attention to the um just the 
exactly what you were like saying. Like even like the, the when she crunches the bread. Oh, it's the or, best. It's the best crunch. Or like when he's cutting the um when he's cutting like a tomato on the mm-hmm. on the cutting board or when he's or when the, even like just the music or the, just the sound design in general of of you know Remy running away and things are like being super yes. chaotic around him like you can feel the separation and mm-hmm. you can feel like this is happening on the left hand side and then this is happening on the right hand side and this is what's like in the center mm-hmm. and it's so it's weird that the film gives there's so much like spatial audio yeah and I was really impressed by that for a the time period for mm-hmm. be, for being 2007 and b for it being an animated movie yeah because I just don't I'm never really super in like when I'm watching a Disney film or or just an animated film in general that is more aimed towards kids sound is never like a thing that really I'm like ever, I ever mm-hmm. get impressed by ever yeah I mean. I can't think of a movie that really ever did and truly impress me that's animated with sound. But this movie, man, like, this movie feels like a real passion project Mm -hmm. more than a project for money. Yeah. Which is, like, weird because, I mean, obviously they have the Disney budget and the Mm -hmm. Pixar budget. So, clearly, you're getting getting the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And, and... I don't know. It's just weird that that like I was so just I was like, wow, the sound in this film. And then again, the cinematography on oh, top yeah. of it, like those two combining with another with one another is like absolutely just like it's gorgeous. A filmmakers like yeah. dream. It's just so good. Everything looks so good. Everything because the, obviously it's animated, but like the food that is sometimes presented in the film mm-hmm. is just beautiful and delicious looking yeah. and like the color palettes are just so nice and and again like what i was saying like when when they're chopping up the vegetables mm-hmm. especially when remy and Luigi are kind of learning with one another and how to, how to control him mm-hmm. and he's just like slowly chopping things and and moving things around or even like pouring a glass of wine oh yeah yeah everything just it makes you hungry oh yeah well that's always like been a big thing with me is like animated food like it always looks like so delicious yeah. and and even too like when remy has like the small piece of cheese and like the strawberry it's like they look so good yeah especially when he eats them together oh, and, then you get, and like, like that the, psychedelic yes, kind of like, moment. like that mind explosion of his <laughs> yeah, yeah. um yeah like i mean again too like with this film like it it really is like intriguing to me like how they went about like doing all of this well, dude, fucking Ego, right, is the yeah. name the critic? Yeah. Ego's character arc at the end literally made me cry. Yeah. And I'm not even joking. Like, straight up, it mm-hmm. made me cry. Like, like him, like, realizing this back as a child, like, the memory. Oh, my God. And then, even, too, like, if you notice, that's the that's the shack from the beginning of the film. Yeah. So, it's like, again, Pixar, like... The they, detail, the attention to detail. The attention to detail. Even the mime in the background is Bomb Voyage from Incredibles. I thought I, I noticed um what's his name? Um when when Remy's running throughout that there's like a point where he's running away um and there's there's like a shadow of a dog. Mm-hmm. You know and that oh, was Oh it's the up dog. Yeah it's yeah. the dog from up. I was yeah. like, oh okay like <laughs> like just so many small yes. details. Like Pixar loves doing that. Yeah. But like another thing too like I I kind of brought it back to like from when we did Chef. Mm-hmm. Like there's 
a really great use of like the jazz type music in this film yeah. that makes it feel like chaotic like when when Remy like first like gets stuck like in the kitchen and he's like running around and it's like that jazz music it's like it's so perfect because this is also like the high intensity of working in this right. type of kitchen. Yeah, because yeah, t- kitchens are fucking crazy. Mm. I mean, I've never worked in like a kitchen, but like I'm just from like the movies that we've seen, like it looks like it's nuts. Yeah, they're super intense. Mm. And, but like speaking to the music, like it's really smart too because like the, the music is so intense. And there's a point there's a point when he's like on the cart that they push in and yes. out of the kitchen, mm-hmm. and then as soon as those doors open and they're in the restaurant, the music goes immediately to like this slow classical ambiance. music, but the transition there was done so well because mm-hmm. like it didn't feel abrupt like if you go back and watch it it doesn't feel like we go from pure chaos mm-hmm. to immediate you know uh just chill and relaxing music because that that would make it feel it, it just doesn't feel abrupt it feels natural the mm-hmm. way that that the way that the orchestra actually started like winding down a little bit right before the doors yes. open so it doesn't feel as jarring in fact it feels like an almost like a natural it's so there's so much it's so, detail it's beautiful because then again too you have like the chaos of the kitchen but the somber like quietness of out in the lobby like actually eating yeah like it's so smart yeah and then when you come back into the and it's the chaos yeah it's just like oh it's just so good it just ramps itself back up again yeah but um i wanted to talk about ego though real quick Mm -hmm. because again his fucking coffin shaped office and his skull typewriter (laughs) really cool yeah everything about him is really cool Mm -hmm. um but i liked him a lot Mm -hmm. i wish that they utilized him a little bit more throughout the film because he kind of more comes out towards the end um, but he's kind of he does kind of feel more like the main villain over Skinner. Yeah, but ego again because we just kind of said that it was like a beautiful character arc. But I want to talk about it mm-hmm. because they 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 mention it's essentially like oh he's here at our restaurant. Like what are we gonna prepare for him mm-hmm. because this is like really important. And he goes like I'll have whatever the chef recommends. I'll have perspective. And and he fucking. You know, the you know, Remy at this point is like in charge of the kitchen and he's like, We're gonna do ratatouille. Mm-hmm. And they're like, That's peasant food. Yes. So that's like that's smart because you're you just planted the seed mm-hmm. right there. Yes. That's peasant food. Because again, I've said this before on the podcast, there is nothing better than a setup and then a payoff, mm-hmm. right? Like that is super important. Yes. So there's your setup right there. It's peasant food. And then they make him ratatouille, and, and and Remy's doing it his own way. He's not following the instructions. He's he, he has, like, a world-class nose, and he can just kind of, like, put everything together, and he knows how it's going to work without really even tasting it. Mm-hmm. And, Side note, ratatouille apparently takes four hours to make. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's just waiting there for days. <laughs> um, so they make him this ratatouille, and, and they bring it out to him. And uh, Skinner is fucking, like, Right, like sitting in mm-hmm. the uh, the on the other table, like he's like, I'll have whatever he's having or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, and you know, Skinner's like kind of laughing because he's like, this is never gonna work. Like yeah. they're make, they're making him ratatouille. That's ridiculous. And then you have just the moment where Ego doesn't really have any type of reaction when he sees the food presented to him. He mm-hmm. doesn't. He doesn't like. It, which is smart, right? Like he doesn't have like that moment of like, oh, like this is gonna be so bad yeah. or anything. He just he see it's presented to him and he's like, okay, and he takes his first bite, and that beautiful the zoom in, yeah, that beautiful zoom in, and then it goes through his eye, and then you're in him, you're in his childhood 
with him sitting at the table where they clearly don't have a lot of money Mm -hmm. and and it's him and his mom and she's making it it's like there's your reference of a peasant food right because it's like they don't have a lot of money they're not doing well you know they're they're just scraping by basically and the mom is making what she makes Mm -hmm. and you know he then takes that then him as a kid takes that bite yes. and then it brings him back again to being an adult out that kitchen and when the pen drops oh i lose my mind yeah like i was like that it, it's like that mic drop moment too. yeah of like my god like mm-hmm. this is this brings back so many memories yes. and i don't know like i think that you know this film works up better for like maybe me personally just because i really really like food and like the again like the art of food like i know people who are just like no i just want my food cooked and i Mm want to eat it but the art of food and like Mm -hmm. watching a chef who's basically an artist like make it and watching them prepare i can watch that all day yeah um that's why like you know months ago when we like Anthony Bourdain is like one of my favorite like oh, you know, yeah, parts absolutely. unknown and all that like that's oh, why it's I such love. a good show yeah and like all of those type of television shows where they're just you know going around talking about food is beautiful mm-hmm. and and I love the art of it and this movie just portrays it so well mm-hmm. it's for the love of food man exactly it's for the love of food it's so good yeah I mean I don't know like what you got for themes for this oh film. there's so many I took I mean for me like you know Obviously, like, biggest ones are, like, following your dream, um, passion, like, limitations. But, like, this movie really spoke to me in the sense where it's, like, it's it's a metaphor for how hard it is to really make it in the business of being, like, a renowned chef. Mm-hmm. Like, it's basically, like, you got to know somebody who knows somebody to get you in. And that's literally what happens with, like, Linguini of, you know, his father is was the owner so it's like he he only got in because of that. Right, yeah. Um and then the whole thing with like Remy like being a masterful cook but being a rat like he never fully will get that recognition as a chef and that's something that like happens quite often with chefs where it's like, you know, even just as simple as like people are going to know you for your food, not for your face. Yeah. Um and some people want that. Like they want that recognition where it's like, you know, this is me. This is who I am. Like somebody like Anthony Bourdain who like learned how to be a chef and like made like a big impact. And then people started to know him as Anthony Bourdain rather than what he cooked. And it's like, there's so few cooks that like actually get to do that. Yeah. Um, I took away some things that I guess I, I really wasn't expecting to take away. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was really kind of like the sense of identity. Um, yeah. So when you meet Remy for the first time, he is, so besides like, you know, the whole like running around the house and getting shot at when he's talking, um, and hanging out with the other rats, he walks on his hind legs Yes, and all the other rats walk on all fours and he washes his hands before he eats and he washes his hands before he prepares food and Remy wants to be a human Mm -hmm. he does not want to be a rat essentially like they never really like explore like him he he never has like a moment in the film where he's um you know like criticizing rats 
yeah. really of like, you know, like we, you know, he feel it's never like a moment where he feels like rats are lower than humans, but he, he f- definitely wants to be a human. Yeah. And his family and everything don't really care about any of that. They are rats mm-hmm. and they never are, have aspired to be anything other than rats. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So like just having that like identity issue with, with, with Remy wanting to be a human so bad and wanting to be a chef and cause he idolizes humans. Like mm-hmm. the way that, the way that he, especially like Gusto, like, you know, the chef that is kind of his, you know, mentor um, basically yeah, in this and, and all that, like he is just, he just idolizes humans, human beings so much that I don't know. Like I think it goes deeper than like just being a rat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it just, it, it was like surprising. It was a very surprising, um, uh, just theme that I took away. I was like, I wasn't expecting this to come out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that of course was kind of like a minor thing was like the ability to change. Um, because, you know, there's a moment in the film where Remy is talking to his father. I think it was his father. And he was talking about his bat. His dad was basically like, you know, you're just a rat essentially. And, and he was like, no, like we need to evolve mm-hmm. essentially, which again goes back to like that identity thing. So like they're kind of go hand in hand with one another, but he literally says like, this is how we evolve. Yeah. Like we need to be better mm-hmm. essentially. And we need to accept more and, 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 uh, or excuse me, we need to like, you know, not just take the trash that's given to us. We need to, you know, be, we need to have, um, what's the word? Uh, not morals. Um, I can't think of the word (laughs) at the moment, but like self-respect essentially, like Mm -hmm. we have to have like self-respect for ourselves and, and, you know, we need to treat ourselves better than how we've been treating ourselves essentially. Um, and again, I wasn't expecting to take that away from this film. Uh, and then of course, like one of the other big ones was like the idea kind of of like, I feel there's probably a better word like phrase for this, but as, as just a basic one that everybody will understand is kind of like just never judging a book by its cover mm-hmm. because everybody is so anti rat in this yeah. film, right? Like every time a human sees a rat, they're disgusted by them. They try to kill them. They try to swat them away. They literally say things like filthy creatures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, when people find the rats in the kitchen, they, they are completely, you know, repulsed and nobody can believe that a rat is like a cook. Mm-hmm. But Gusto's thing is anybody can be a cook, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's like one of the big things that that's one of the big themes of this film is anybody can be a cook. Not maybe not everybody can be a, great a world, cook. you know, a world renowned chef, but everybody can cook something. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that is what Remy is trying to kind of prove in this film is like, I'm a rat, but I can cook. Yeah, like he can do it. And he's going to change like, you know, the world essentially of like, hey, there's this fucking rat out in France that has a <laughs> restaurant. And like yeah. talking about it like this sounds ridiculous mm-hmm. and it is ridiculous. But there is a really kind of beautiful message in this film about that mm-hmm. and about, you know, the idea of just. And it's not just in it's not just in cooking. This is just in life, right? Like, you see somebody doing something, and you look at them, and you're like, "Oh, they can't do that," or whatever it may be. It's like, why? Like, why are you so harsh? Like, why is everybody so harsh on people? Like, maybe just stop and listen. Which Give is them kind a of chance. Like, what? 
give them a chance. Yeah, exactly. Just like stop and listen and stop being so like thick headed. Like that's kind of like one of the big things that I took away mm-hmm. was just, and you know, obviously like the, the idea of just like the art of food and how important food really is. Um, and how food is essentially like the cornerstone to, you know, food at the end of the day in this film is like the universal language, mm-hmm. right? Like there's all these barriers with, with, um, with like Remy talking to humans, like he can't actually vocalize, right? They don't understand what he's saying because to them he just sounds like a squeaking mouse. Yeah. So, so and so there's like a miscommunication. Meanwhile, when when they all cook and they all eat the same thing together, that's how mm-hmm. they all kind of get on the same page with one another. So there's like this idea of like food being like the one uniting thing in the in the movie that everybody can um, just appreciate together and that's like the love language in this film mm-hmm. sorry i went on for a while there. no that's fine i mean that yeah that's that's why i give this like nine bread crunches out of ten it's a good fucking movie man mm-hmm. it really is um it is very interesting because it is a kid's movie but it's aimed more towards adults it's weird it's really mm-hmm. it's really strange i wasn't expecting it and again i wasn't expecting my 10 year old nephew to not love to it just be like okay i'm leaving now mm-hmm. like oh, okay <laughs> it was it was surprising um but yeah no this is a great film i love this movie mm-hmm Zach, you have a recommendation. I do. Uh, since we're on the topic of things from our childhood, um, something that I picked up over this last week, uh, Pokemon has always been a big part of my childhood. Um, I don't know for you. I don't think you were ever really big on it. No, um, I was not a loser. Oh, <laughs> Just a lot kidding. of hate mail all of a sudden. <laughs> um, Pokemon was a big part of my childhood, and I recently, like over the past couple of days, I've been playing the newest game, Pokemon Legends Arceus. And... It is the craziest Pokemon game that I think I've ever played because it breaks the mold that like has been for every Pokemon game where it's like you go out there, you catch Pokemon, you have to like weaken it and then try to catch it. Then you got to build your team. Then you got to go to like these places and people want to fight you all the time. And then you got to go to the gyms and fucking battle them. And then yada, yada, yada. You get to the end. You got to fight a fucking like a horde of fucking gym leaders. And then boom, you're done with the game. This is different. This is open world where you literally go out, you search, like there's a bunch of crafting things that you can do um, to make Pokeballs, make like potions, everything like that. There's tall grass that you hide in and you actually throw Pokeballs at the Pokemon and try to catch them like just sneakily or you can go in and fight them. And I'm having a blast with it. I'm playing too much of it at this point (laughs) to the point where it's like, like, my fiancé will be like, hey, like, let's go do something. And it's like, all right, come on, let's go. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I'm still on it. Like, <laughs> And she's like, what are you doing? I thought you were going to get off. I was like, no, 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 I'm, do- I'm done is right this, after uh, this. like, on a PlayStation? Uh, Switch. It? Oh, okay. Um, so, really, I can take it anywhere I go right. at this point. But, yeah, yeah. But I'm having a blast with it. Um, it is very different. It is unique to me. It, it has, like, a Monster Hunter vibe to it in the sense of, like, open world and crafting style i don't know what any of this is that's fine you know what pokemon is <laughs> i've, you know, heard, I've have, heard the term they don't have all of them in there but they have quite a few there you go and uh yeah so pokemon cool. legends nice arceus well sticking with the theme of animated films i wanted to discuss some of our favorite animated characters oh. in the next episode some of our favorite characters in animated films Ooh. um I don't know any other way to say it. Some of our favorite animated films that have animated characters in them that mm. we really appreciate and like. <laughs> Can you think of another way to say it? Uh, <laughs> cartoon drawings we like. <laughs> um, so look forward to that. Uh, Zach, 
take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, anyone can be a cook. <laughs>